Oh. I said, oh, let's not fuck it up this week. And what do I got to do? And click on my fucking mouse daughter while I'm in the middle of it. Well, that ended well. That ended greatly. <laughs> it's one of them days, I'm telling you, lads. It's one of them days. Well, anyway, we might as well get started. Welcome to the Arse Bros Friday Arse. As always, joining me is the smooth man himself. That that way. <laughs> Corey, my man, how's it going? I'm good. I'm good. Love a bit of um, Friday Arse. So glad to be here. Enjoy you know the arse with Ryan yeah. and, and, and Gary, like, and you. Oh, we all love asses. Let's, um, let's have it. It won't be Friday without us, mate. <laughs> exactly. That's all, <laughs> That's all I need to say. Do you know, I was working on your, uh, I was messing about doing some video stuff, and I'm nearly finished with your Friday Night Smooth. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, so that's going to come on to the show, mate. I'm telling you, I'm having it. Oh, bring it, yeah, Intro. Bring it. Listen, yeah, I want to see, yeah, see that shit. Yeah, you're, you're going to enjoy it. It's a, it's a bit shit. <laughs> so, but, so, uh, it's a bit shit, but will, you'll enjoy everyone it. Everyone will enjoy it. <laughs> the intro shit, <laughs> but you'll enjoy it. <laughs> uh, joining us tonight, Ryan, fellow ass brother. How's it going, mate? Yeah, it'd help if you want to mute, dickhead. I literally muted. I just muted myself a second ago. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, good. I'm doing good. Good, <laughs> mate. Good. And back again this week, Gary. Don't waste a tweet. How's it going, mate? It's going good. Hello, everyone. Yes, it's Friday. We got two more days, and then we get to uh, hopefully see something good. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I apologize for that. Yeah, well, we might as well go straight into that. We've got uh, leads coming up on. Valentine's Day. I put it out on there on that on the tweet that I did. This is it going to be a Valentine's Day massacre? For who? Which side? What can we say? Corey, are you looking forward to this one, mate? So on um, the last episode, you know, when we, you know, facing Aston Villa, I said, you know, revenge. That's the key word here. You know, we like we need to like let them have it and whatnot. Didn't happen. Yeah, we um, all fucked up there, mate. Yeah, so you know that that was a time where I thought, you know, just the, the team should be motivated. You know, you, you can't let Villa take six points off you in a season. And but lo and behold, you know, <laughs> they did. So um, Leeds, we I think we all remember what happened last time we faced Leeds. Pepe got sent off, um, and we sort of came away sort of lucky not to lose not to lose the match. Um, so with that, I would think, I would, I would think that, you know, we kind of, we want to put that right as well, especially Pepe as well. Like he, he, he you know, he should want to make up for that, but I'm starting to see that these players are just not made for that kind of stuff. Do you know what I mean? They don't, they're not, they don't have it in them to sort of, they don't have that type of attitude. I think they're kind of going into these matches, um, just without that fire in their belly, without that pride, um, and so I'm not looking forward to this one that much. I think for some reason, I feel like Leeds are going to be more motivated to beat us because they couldn't beat us when we only had 10 men before. Well, I think you're being a bit harsh there, mate, to be fair. I thought we weren't too bad against Villa. We just couldn't score. You know, we saw quite a bit of possession in that game and there was a little bit of fight. I agree with you, there wasn't a lot. 
but there was a little bit there. It wasn't bad. Well, I, I, didn't, I, didn't, was... I didn't want a little bit. I wanted a lot. They well, beat us. We all wanted a lot, mate. I, I yeah, they, they they beat us three. No, I just just seen a little bit. That's not good enough. If somebody's like, if I lost a fight to some, if I lost a fight to you, Mike, yeah, and then we have a rematch. Do you know what I mean, I've been training. I've been looking forward to it. I've just had my eyes on you. Just like, yeah, I'm gonna actually destroy you, right? You know, I'm not then just going to, like, go into the fight, just, you know, just, you know, throwing a few jabs or whatever. I'm going to look to take your head off. And I didn't see that. I didn't see that. They weren't that They weren't that great. And then the players that came off the bench or whatever, they didn't look that hungry. Um, that's, not the, that's not the type of, that's, that's not the attitude, that's not the fight that I wanted to see. And so I don't think you can really take players' um, motivations and attitudes into these matches anymore. I think you kind of just got to break it down as like, do you think we're better than them? Can we beat them? And with Leeds, I'm not so sure. That's fair enough, mate. That's fair enough. Uh, Ryan, how did you feel about uh, how did you feel about the upcoming game? How did you feel about uh, last weekend's game? Yeah, so kind of to get to Corey's point a little bit, I think that, you know, these guys don't really think about, oh, what did we do against this team the last time we played them? They don't – They at least at least as far as Arsenal players are concerned, I don't think they circle their calendars and go, oh, this is the game we want – this is the game we're waiting for. I think they just take things game by game. They want to perform. They want to, you know, get the stats going, um, look good for the – you know, for the whatever the fans, the coaches, whatever, get get paid more. Uh, but I don't, I don't think it's really of like a oh revenge game, and Pepe is going to look for Alioski, and it's going to be a huge deal. Um, as much as I want it to be, I, I would love that. I would love to, I would love Pepe to score and uh, you know get in Alioski's face and just kind of like a Van Nistelrooy and just cheer in front of him. Um, but you know, I, it's it's tough because. Like I said, I want that. I want that passion. I want that fire. You know, like Corey said, I want us to go all out. Um, the Villa game, I thought, again, I thought we played well. I just think that we just, again, couldn't score. I think also, too, uh, a big thing was I don't think us or Villa were expected to go, you know, 1-0 down two minutes in. I think once that happened, once, you know, two minutes in, it's one nothing. I think the game is completely different. I think Villa is like, oh, whoa, we're not, we didn't expect this. What do we do? And and we're like, oh, what do we do? Because we want to be in the front foot early. We want to, you know, put uh, put the pressure on early and score. Um, but you know, it's it's easy to say because oh, we're one 0 down. So yeah, that's exactly what we should be doing. But it's just when you when it when it happens when the goal goes in, you know, because of our, our defensive mistakes, the game changes regardless. And I think uh, knowing how to adapt was a big issue for us. And yeah, we tried to put one in, but it just, like Corey said, it just, it wasn't enough. No, no, fair enough. Uh, Gary, have you got any thing to add? No, I mean, I, mean, I no. think that's, <laughs> I think we got smacked in the mouth and then we basically forgot that we still had 88 minutes to maybe get something back. I mean, I always feel like the sense of urgency and the clinicalness, you know, the clinical play that we need in front of the goal just isn't there. And you miss that. You kind of, you see what the game looks like. We kind of have chances, but we never feel like, you know what, this one's going to go and we're going to get, you know, we're going to get something back here. I mean, it, yeah, that, <laughs> that's first 70 seconds basically killed the game. And it, and that means that we weren't prepared coming in, which has kind of been the problem. We come into games. Behind, but you know. see, the, the thing is, like, people say that, like, oh, we weren't prepared. I 
I guess you when you go into a game, you always you always want to be prepared for everything. But I don't think and I don't even think Villa was prepared to go up one nothing in the yeah. first you know hundred seconds into the game. So I think that just threw a wrench into the plan. But again, these are professional players on very high wages, especially especially Arsenal. You know, you would think you would have plan A through Z already lined up in a row. But you know, as we see and as the you know season has progressed, like under Arteta, you know, we're slowly evolving and we still haven't turned that corner yet. I think we're we're getting there. Um, but I think it's just a matter of time. But obviously with Arsenal fans, you know, we don't we don't we don't care about time. We we want now, 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 now. Yeah, I mean, when I say prepared, I mean, it was the entire thing is what Arteta is saying. The players yeah. coming in. I mean, everything about how that game started is, you know, probably probably what, you know, epitomizes kind of how we are. Sometimes we come in and bang. And then the trick with that whole thing is we just don't have anybody else to kind of wake the guys up after something does let you down because it's going to happen. No matter whether we're, you know, undefeated or, you know, lost every game, there's got to be somebody there. And it wasn't who was that person that was going to say, you know what, my mistake, right? If that was Cedric, you know what, my mistake or holding, that was my mistake. Don't worry about it. We can get this back. Right. And, and it's funny because if you think about like perfectly said, you know, we have no leaders in the pitch. If you look at like the players, and you go, like, who's going to be the guy that's going to scream and going to be like, guys, focus, focus, focus. It's the guys that we don't want on the field. It's the guys that I, Gary, you and me never want to name on a given podcast. Uh, it, you know, it's it's players that, you know, as Manny always says, same guys. Same guys, always making mistakes. But, but it just happens to be that those are the guys that, you know, in a way, like, I guess, like, an example would be, you know, David Luiz. You know, he he's kind of been there before. He he's won the title. He's he's done prestigious stuff, I guess. I don't want him on the field. He's he's he a wasn't on the field. Well, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, just get if you if you look at you know just the guys on our team that could potentially get the guys going, motivate the guys, scream at them, kind of I guess be the general on the field. We don't have one, but I'm just saying if you. Yeah, if you have to, if you have a pick of the litter of who we have, it's the guys that we don't want on the field to begin with. You know, as Manny says, the usual suspects. Right. So I think it's a big thing, and it's it's been a, it's a thing that you know, as our pros, we've talked about. I think we've had podcasts about it, just like being a leadership and like who do we want, who do we need, what kind of what kind of leader do we need? Um, it's no one on this team because you know we gave it to we gave it to X Man. He threw the he threw his uh, he threw his kid on the pitch. He threw the armband. He he you know went at it with the fans. Don't want him. So I think it's it it again. I'm gonna keep probably prefacing this just because it is what it is. You know we're learning, we're evolving, we're getting, we're trying to figure out our identity, our culture, and, and where we are. But I think the leader that we need isn't necessarily on the team yet. I do think Tierney can be there, and he's probably he's my top choice to be the, the new captain of the team next season. Um, but it, again, it's just, I think bringing the right players in to suit the team and to help out, whether it's, you know, leadership on and off the field. Um, yeah. All right. That's, that's fair enough. Um, to go again on the league's game, we are going to be missing Thomas Partey as well as Kieran Tierney by the looks of it. Um, Partey's still looking. Yeah. He's, he's definitely not going. I'm just reading up here. Tierney's definitely not going. Leno and Louise are back uh, after serving their one-match bans. Leeds look to be without Calvin Phillips and Rodrigo and Pablo Hernandez. They're three guys that I'd probably want on the pitch against us. 
really. I don't know if you'd agree, Corey, because seven three are pretty decent, to be fair. Well, you mean you don't want him on the pitch? Well, we uh, yeah. If I was a Leeds fan, oh, okay, okay. So if I was, <laughs> like, if I was a Leeds manager, there's there's three guys there who I'd want on the pitch, especially that someone like the Calvin Phillips. I was quite an advocate for in the summer we should sign Calvin Phillips because he's one of them players that can play in defence and plays a defensive mid and he's very good at it. But uh, I know there's a lot of people out there who, who back then before Leeds started playing as they are in the Premier League were like, oh, no, no, he's only a championship player. But we all know what these championship players are doing right now, especially look at Ollie Watkins. Is it Watkins who scored against us? Is yep, that right? Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. You know, I look at him. You know, he's he's not doing great. He's not doing that bad, is he? Let's face it. So these championship players are stepping up. Yeah, I think when we're talking about Leeds and their danger men, I think you know, there's three guys. You're talking Bamford, talking Rafinha, and you're talking Harrison. You know, them those guys sort of give the team that spark. You know, we talk. We know about Leeds. We know like it's every game they bomb forward you oh, know yeah. it's just attack 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 um there was the manager's name Bis Beliza Bis uh Bis I'm pronouncing it right Sierra, I think is it oh yeah he's intense know. like you see his stance on the touchline like, he's always he's always got that I'm gonna have a shit stance you know what I mean just he's he must have knees of steel right that for the majority of the match he's in that position he's just intense everything is the same he doesn't like Lead to be comfortable. He's not comfortable as a manager. He doesn't like to. Sit, he doesn't like to sit down. You know what I mean. He's and he and that that reflects to the to the guys on the pitch. So he's got his translator shouting next to him. <laughs> yeah. So um, <clears throat> that's what I'm talking about. When I look at Leeds, I kind of feel like we need a bit of that because you know a manager's character and personality and stuff does rub off onto the team. And mm -hmm. if they're looking at him and he's not relaxed, he's in a He's in a in a stance that he's like, I'm not satisfied with this. I'm not chilled. You know what I mean? I don't expect you guys to be a spit. You guys to be on your toes. And I yeah. think the players that I just mentioned, um, I kind of credit them with that. They're always on the move. Bamford's always on the move. Rafinha's always on the move. Harrison is always on the move. Yeah. Um, they always free bring their, their 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 intensity to that side. So they're playing. Those are the ones that I'm more worried about more so than the players that I'm missing. That you mentioned. Well, I don't know. Rodrigo's been on fire recently. I know he's been playing. He's, he's had a yeah, few but I, but I know what you're saying about Bamford. He seems to be always there scoring. Bamford, Rafinha, Harrison. If one, if they're missing, then I'm thinking. Then I think Leeds lose a lot. But mm. with Rodrigo, you know, I think as much as that, he's decent when he comes in. It's like he's not one of those players that have to be there for them to play like how they play. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I get, yeah, I get yeah. you. And, uh, these are the danger men against mm -hmm. us last time. Um, so, yeah, I'm not I'm not really looking forward to this match as much as I would have been if we went into the match with two wins, maybe a win and a draw under our belt. Um, that, I think that's the yeah. issue for me, is we're going in with two losses, we're on a bit of a downward spiral. We'd look to be like we are... Well, we're missing two key players there in Tierney and Thomas Partey, because I think over the last couple of games, Partey has uh, he's been... A decent player for us. He's not been crap. But uh, someone mentioned in the comments here, actually, is it Mike Hurts? Uh, I'm starting to think there's something seriously wrong at the club for players with no injury history to come to Arsenal, uh, AFC, and, and get frequent injuries. You know, this is his second one so far. Is it second or third one this so far this season? He's been out injured. Mm -hmm. And he's not really played. How many games has he played? What, six, seven, maybe? I don't know. I think he's played at like 10 or... 
Is it ten or something like that? I don't know. That's what I mean. It's I don't not know. Full, but yeah, I mean, he hasn't. I don't think he's, has he played a full game. I'm not even sure about that. Uh, no, I don't think he's played a full game. I think, I think there's different that. factors. I, I think there's different factors that could come into that. Sorry, right? No, um, no just even, just like you know, you in a new country with a new climate, new training regime, and whatnot. Yeah. Just those, just those changes there can make it so that you, you know, you're more susceptible to injury. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I think it's something well. to do with like, yeah, exactly. When you're like, used to a warm I, climate, like where was the Atletico? Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, Atletico. Once he was, uh, you know, it's, yeah. you're, you're in a warm climate. Really, it's not winter. Winters aren't as harsh here, especially recently, where it's. I don't know about you. Uh, you're further down south than me, Corey, but where where it's in the minus sixes, minus sevens. Yeah, no, it's the same. It's the same here. It's uh, the same. Here. It is, it's chilly. Yeah. It's chilly. Yeah. And they got to go out and train in that. So yeah, Ryan's going to turn us off. He's minus thirty. No, it's cold here. Oh. I don't, it's that, definitely not that cold. That's really. Cool. <laughs> oh yeah. No, but We're... I mean, perfect. Right? That's exactly what I was going to say. And also, too, people don't also take into account like he's playing in a faster, more physical league. Like La Liga, I don't care what anyone says. La Liga has nothing on the Premier League. It's just a, it's a change. It's a change of pace, a change of physicality, and it takes a little to get used to. And also, it's doubled down on on his latest injury. I think that he just, you know, getting that first injury, coming back against the scum early, and kind of reaggravating it, healing, healing, healing. I I still don't think he was at a hundred percent when he now just recently got hurt. So I think it's just a, it's just a, it's just a it's just a domino effect and. Um, I think that's something you really, it's really hard to control and like prevent because, you know, it's a new league and new everything. And you can't just be, I mean, like you want it, you want the player to get back to hundred percent, you know, as quick as possible, obviously, but you can't baby the injury because if you baby injury, then again, and you wait, the player will come back with zero fitness and then he may get even hurt even more. So it's, it's, you you lose, lose for the most part. So it's just, um, Take the bumps and bruises as you go, and just move on. And yes, it's a big, it's a big loss uh, losing Barty and and, and Tierney. Um, but like, I we should a hundred percent still get three points against Leeds with the team we have. I don't, you know, if it's a, it's not. But if it's a Sabios on any midfield, I still expect three points from our team, just based on you know everybody else around the thing. And not that this guy's a superstar either, but Leeds is also missing their starting center back and Cooch. Who's like? Oh yeah, I forgot about kind of some, He's somebody that I, I, he's not going to be like. Oh, starting center back for the German national team. He's someone that they look at. Someone that they they may put him in a back three uh, scenario. Um, he's not playing, and they have some like uh, Eastern European guy who's not great. But again, they're not known for their defense, and and we've talked about it here. We've talked. Uh, me and Gary have been a part of the same old Arsenal USA, and we've talked about that too. And but then you look at you look at Leeds' last five games. They've only conceded five goals. They've conceded only five goals in five games. So, and and this season, uh, barring the the their first, uh, barring this calendar year, they lost three nil to Scum. But besides that, they're again they're only letting they're only letting in one one goal a game, except you know when they lost to Everton two one, and then they lost in the FA Cup. But I don't really count that. But so they are improving defensively. They are getting more structure. But again, I just think with the chaos that we have in Pepe, you know, also with SOC and ESR. And I, and I do think, you know, I, I I'm going to kind of 
jump the fence and flip flop a little bit with the point I made before, earlier, saying how like all oh, these players don't care; they just see it as the next game. I do think low key the pit of his stomach. I do think Pepe has a point to prove, but I think also that's you know doubled with he's starting to come into form. He's starting to play better. Um, I know his last game he wasn't the greatest, but he's starting to kind of build momentum, build confidence. And I do think this is a game. Take take his red card against Leeds out of it completely. I think this is a game he sees that he's like I I could I could score a couple goals here. I could I could I could do damage in this game against a team like Leeds just by just based on the way they play and just their their personnel on the field. You know, so I, no, it's fair enough. Yeah, oh, I understand. Um, before I bring you in, Gary, I'm just trying to. So yeah, sort this. Yeah, so I I apologise because there was a massive advert on the website I'm looking at, and I didn't see the rest of their players that had uh, that are also out. It is uh, they're missing Pervader, Lorente. I don't think it's Cooch. I think it's Koch mm-hmm. and Berardi. Uh, so I just so, yeah, like saying they're, they're like the saying only Gooch. ones that are miss, uh, missing. It's <laughs> a go- yeah, Gooch. <laughs> so yeah, um, I think is. He's another one, like, like you said, like you were just saying, Ryan. I agree, he's a good defender. So, yeah, I think they are going to be missing him. Um, I was just trying to see who else was in their squad, but ah, there you go. Nah, pff, whatever. Anyway, we'll we'll get back onto that later. Um, is it what? Yeah, sentiment put in. Uh, we we got in a new physio in, you know, as we was going to talk, as we were talking about Thomas Party a minute ago. Um. Yes, we did lose a we did lose a physio to Liverpool, and he was highly regarded. Um, I cannot, for the life of me, remember his name. Uh, but we also just got a new one in. So yeah, you, you could be right in, like you say, number of factors, Corey. You know that doesn't help either getting a new physio because we don't know his. I don't know who it is. I haven't got a clue of his background, but I know the one that we did have was yeah. was fantastic. I mean, the one the one thing you got a new physio it takes a while. It takes a while before. The players can get acclimated mm. to what that physio wants, so yeah. it's not some. I, I mean, usually their their process takes, I think, months before it, you know the players settle into exactly what the physio is looking for out of his players when he comes in. So we're <laughs> kind of in a state of uh, you know not flux, but we're kind of growing. When these are what I call growing pains. I mean, you bring in a new physio, it's going to be months before the players are get acclimated to what he wants to, wants them to do, you know, and how he looks at them and kind of figures out what they what best kind of a program they're going to need. So when they come in and immediately get hurt, it kind of sets back anything that he has because they can't even follow his, you know, whatever his instructions are because he's dealing with, you know, an injury that maybe they had before or he, he or he created with some of his, you know, some of the instructions that he's given them. And that's, that's always an issue with the physios when you bring a new one in uh, that, all your players seem to come down with this, uh, maybe come down with similar injuries because you know you kind of see that over here in the state sometimes when they bring in a new what they call strength and conditioning coach, they have their own thoughts as to how the team should you know build up yeah. for the season. And if it's not you know if the body's not used to it, you're going to get these injuries at least in the early days. Long term, hopefully things don't. But I mean, it's not necessarily a surprise, but it, it is it, it's concerning because it's uh. It's where you put all your resources, right? I mean, we put our resources into Partey being the one guy to kind of solidify that middle for us, and we can't even get him out there for more than sixty minutes before you know he's he come, you know comes out with an injury. So I have think you, have you guys seen our new physio? He's a brick shit house. He's on all the steroids. 
He's Jack. He's so Jack. Manny, listen, Manny, I know you're gonna get on me for this. Manny be jealous. His muscles, he's he's I think he I think he comes from PSG. He's jacked. I I don't know if that it's a good thing. I'm guessing. I would think he knows a thing or two about nutrition and like how to stay fit and in shape. So well, if you're on the juice, mate, you don't know much about nutrition. Nah, yeah, that's true. That's a good point. But yeah, if you guys see a picture of him, he is jacked. So I don't know. But uh, yeah, definitely a good point by Gary. I, I do think that the regiment is is probably going to be a little different. And I think uh, definitely some getting used to by a lot of the players. That's fair enough. Well, it does bring me to a point, actually, Gary. Uh, a comment, sorry, from Brian. Uh, do you think if... Well, I think, yeah. Do you think he may have adjusted and settled better if he'd been brought into the squad earlier in the summer window at uh, Thomas Party? If it's a new physio and everything else, yes, probably. You know, he's acclimatizing. He's got a month acclimatizing extra, anti. So, yeah, I would assume so. He'd probably be a little bit better or a bit further along in his process. But I mean, just yeah. in general, just to get, you know, just to get uh, familiar with his teammates, that's you bring in somebody like, you know, it's been like you said, you know, many will say it's been years since we've had a player like Partey to come in. The last thing you want to do is bring him in on the last day of the window if you're thinking, you know what, this might be the guy that's gonna get us get us through this season and get you know get things going. If you 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 really want to bring him in as soon as possible, right? One to get make sure there aren't any kinks and also to get him fit in fit into your formation and structure that you want to go. So I mean, you know, go with. So I think as a that's, I've said, yeah. That's typical Arsenal, though, isn't it? Like yeah. we, we went into the season with no plan, really. Do you know what I mean? The, the team right did not. The team did not right. yep. Yeah, there was no plan. The team didn't look like how the manager wanted it to look. You know, we're there trying to get a while. We're trying. We're trying to get party. We're trying to save money whilst doing it. Um, the, everything. Everything was not set up ideally. Even the way the team shaped up. You know, in terms of where Saka's playing, where ESR's playing, the fact that he's even playing in the in the first team. None of that was planned. The the, the team is a, it's the sort of things have just panned out as they are. Yeah, um, I mean, because yeah. it was such a shit show in the first place. Yeah, I mean, if if the if the four at the back was his goal, then he should have been trying to do everything he could to make sure he had a team starting day one that that could actually play it. I never thought he was going to be able to do that, so I figured he would just stick with the three, which is kind of what he did. Um, but based on what we've seen so far, as they've moved more to the four at the back. That's what he wants to play, and he does have the players. He just hasn't, just, you know, he hasn't trusted them enough to put them out there and get it, get it done. Um, so yeah, it's yeah. like I said, growing you pains. Got, like, we, got oh, one, we, got, we got one left back. Do you know what I mean we got rid of Klesnas? We couldn't wait to get rid of him, but we have no backup. Do you know what I mean? So it's like that's not part of the plan, is it? No one, you know, no. playing Cedric there again. Cedric is just like, oh, let's try him because we tried Maitland now, they didn't like it. So let's try. Cedric there. Oh, okay, it's not too bad. Every nothing is planned out. It's just it's just all let's make it up as we go along. So where we look at it, you know, it's posturing a like a gaping wound, isn't it? You know, it's, it's, they it's think these stitches, they don't need a plaster. It's <laughs> unnecessary. It's just like the club, yeah. if the club was run better, do you know I mean we don't have to we don't have to I, do all I, of this. That's the other issue in it as well when you come to it, because there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of comments about um, the physios and stuff like that. And there was a physio sacked under Emery or he left under Emery. I think that was the one that went to Liverpool. Um, yeah, he was quite a guru. Well, someone someone mentioned there he's a, uh, he's a guru. Uh, a physio guru was from the Aussie Rules football, which he was apparently. He was a really good physio. He really sought after. And I think Liverpool ended up snatching him. 
Um, so yeah, the, you know, and then there's, there's a lot of there's a lot of changes going on at the club at the minute. I think there was just recently there's been more uh, people let go. I don't know the full ins and outs of it, so um, I, I couldn't tell you who, where, or what department, anything. I'm not entirely sure of who's going where, but I know there's just been some more people let go due to the whole situation that's going on now. Obviously, other departments in the club have been let go. Again, I ain't got a clue where. I don't know the full ins and outs of the club. All I see is what everyone else sees on TV or in the newspapers. So, again, what can you do? So, if he, if there's physios disappearing, if there's this person disappearing, if there's trainers or like like um, Gary said a minute ago, you've got strengthening and conditioning trainers, if they're disappearing, it's going to affect people. But you know, again, the bottom line is Willian has to get I'm just guessing Willian has to get paid so you know we have to let go of our good staff <laughs> to make sure that he gets his wages oh, you know what I mean but that's, that's yeah. another that's another that's another name we just don't want to have to talk about anymore yeah, right? Right? that's, yeah, that's the bottom line so Willian has to get paid we have to pay Willian a shitload of money we let go of our physios and, and the other good, good members of staff yeah, um, to make sure that this guy could come in and do as much as what I'm doing for Arsenal at the moment, which is fuck all. Uh, Fucking hell, Corey, you're going all. I'm a bit pissed I'm a bit pissed off this week. I can't lie because it's, <laughs> it's like after I really expected something different from Villa, and and I started. I want to pose this question to you guys, right? I want you to think about it for a few seconds. Do we have the worst manager in the league? No. I don't have to think about that. All right. Who's who's worse? Think about I want you to think about if any other manager that was in charge of Arsenal from last season up till now, yeah, if we would be in a lower position in the league with the players that we've got. Considering what they're doing with their club. I almost feel like it's relative because you're you're talking about an Arteta. Just your just, just your opinion. Just your opinion. Like who who would you say, like, if you look at, say, the bottom teams, like, we look at, um, you know, like Sheffield United, right? Yeah. Would you say that Wilder is, be- is worse than Arteta? Yes. After what he did last year. With we're the, not talking about last year. You're saying, you're saying last year to I'm now. Saying last year, I'm saying from last year. Yeah, to now. To now, yeah. Yeah. From what, what these managers have shown, right? Who is worse than Arteta. The reason why I like I hesitate on that question is because I look at I look at Arteta as similar to what I'm. I mean, it may it may not turn out. We'll see. But to kind of how we look at our youth when they come through the system, right? They come out. They 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 show good, but then after a while, we got to set them down and slow them down because they just can't keep up. And I feel like Arteta's in that same spot. He's a, a young manager, and he may come out, and he kind of came out. Got a got a FA Cup out of nowhere, right? Surprised us, you know. That's like Martinelli making that run down by you know against Chelsea. We haven't seen that again, but we know it's there. Look Similarly at, look at, look with Arteta, we know we know something's there because he's got a structure, right? They can that the team can follow, and, and you know if they listen to him, then good things will happen. I feel like it's this is to me almost like when you say, you know what, the Millsworth Road looks like he's he's he, you know he's leggy right now. He, he needs to sit it down, but the chance, the, the problem is he can't do that, right? He's a manager, so he's, he's got to just fight through this thing. And we're going to, if if the team is okay with that, 
then that's what we're going to do. We're going to have to fight through with this, you know, kind of look at these bad days, these bad stretches and kind of live with them because that's what the team wants. I I don't know if they actually thought that one through. That's the problem, right? We talked about, you know, is it was it a plan to bring in Arteta and then kind of go through these dark days as, you know, we're seeing? I don't think they thought that one through. I don't think they knew that that could happen, even though they should have, you know, right? You know, okay, I was all for Arteta. Like when when we were linked with him and talk, I was like, all right, you know, let's give him a chance because it's, there's been a few young managers that have, you know, got uh, quite a big job for the for their first job, and they've really shown that they've got some talent. They've really shown that they've got like this style of play, um, and that they've got you know something that you can work with. Yeah, but more and more time has gone by with this man. I don't really see a style of play. I don't see good man really? management. Huh. I don't. I don't see a style of play. I don't. Are we an attacking team or are we a defensive team? Yeah. Do we play expansive, exciting football? Do we? Or are we rock solid at the back? Yeah. Do, do we play with passion? Do we play with intensity? Do we play a high press? Do we, you know, what is it? What is Arsenal's identity? under Mikel Arteta. Because even when I think about Scott Parker and stuff, I can see like how Fulham play. And I can see how he's made them more difficult to beat. I can sort I could look at Wilder and look at Sheffield United and sort of look at look at the overlapping centre backs and whatnot, what they did last year and and the results that they got, you know. And these are they, they we were impressed with some of these managers. Yeah. They did stuff that impressed us at some point, right? FA Cup is FA Cup is cool, right? But Let's be real. It's a te- it's a competition where the big teams rotate their teams, right? They play a lot of players that they don't get to play in the league, right? And they play half-assed because they're not. It's not a priority. So the big teams don't really, really go for it. So then we contend with the sort of middle and lower teams who either trying to battle relegation or the middle teams are just you know middle teams, and that's it. So we should be able to beat them because we're Arsenal. So I don't see. I don't put a lot of stock in that competition. I look at where we're finishing in the league and I look at results like against Leeds and against Wolves and against Aston Villa, yeah? And I'm like, is the Aston Villa coach better than our coach? Yeah, he is. Aston Villa, yes, he is. I don't agree. Arteta has done nothing. Ryan, Arteta has done nothing to prove otherwise, yeah? This is his his season, right? This is his season. We're looking at the squad. We've got world-class players in the squad. I don't know. Yeah. No, is, we've, so? got, we've got. Ooh, yeah, hold on a minute. What? Aubameyang is world class. Yeah, and we're seeing the worst Aubameyang that we've ever I, I seen. Don't, don't shake so. your head. I don't think Aubameyang, so. Aubameyang is a certified twenty-plus um, goal a season striker, and he has been for years now. Yeah. Yeah. In, in where oh, he's played, we are we are seeing. Hold on, hold on a minute, mate. I love your. We passion, are mate. The, You've sold me. I agree with you. We are seeing. I just we are don't seeing, agree with you about Aubameyang being world class. That's it. He's world class. Everything he's world else, class, man. Mate, you've sold me. I'm Champions back. League, German <laughs> League, Premier League. Yeah, he does the best. Even last year, right from the left, when you got players that you can move out of position and they still do the business. Yeah, he's world class, right? He's. We, there was big arguments about who's better, Aubameyang, who's better, Kane, who's better, Aguero. It was. It was a genuine debate. Yeah. Don't let his his form under Arteta this season fool you, yeah, because we've never seen him this bad, right? In fact, in fact, let me ask you, yeah, all the players that are playing for Arsenal and have we ever seen them as bad as we're seeing right now? In yeah. in their in their careers, when have they been worse? I mean, I guess some people might say it's rude for that stretch that pretty much knocked us out of any attempt, right? He was he looked pretty bad after having a decent run. Um, 
but I mean, William, no. William comes here, worst we've ever seen him. So, yeah. Bamiang this season, worst we've ever seen him. Lacazette, worst we've ever seen him. Yeah, with Lacazette, huh? he has been getting better. The only thing he can't do, which he never really does since 2018, is score goals. He has he's slightly been but, we, but we've seen him, but we've seen him. The worst we've ever seen him is under this management. The mm. worst we've ever seen him. Yeah. Literally, we have seen players like the shittest we've ever seen him under this management. So when I ask you that question, who is a worse manager? Who is Arteta better than in the Premier League? And I'm still waiting for some names. Like, let me hear it. So okay, so okay. So I'm gonna just say I'll, I'll use Wilder as an example. He you said, or maybe you said Scott Parker. It doesn't really matter who you said. So you said, oh, yeah, Scott Parker. You see what he's doing with the team. Well, fantastic. You know what kind of style he's playing. They're 19th in the league. So I don't, I, he could, he could be like, have this crazy plan, all these equations on the board, and like, you know exactly what he's doing. It's like, oh, man, what a good thing. But they're 19th. So I don't, I don't care what he's doing. I don't care if he's pulling rabbits out of his hat. I don't care what he's doing. He's a 19th. It's a, it's a, this is a results business. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take my manager and whether yeah it's 11th I'm not saying we're we're fucking going to Champions League or winning the title I'm not saying that but you can't you can't say he's worse than Scott Barker you can't say he's worse than uh, uh, than Chris Wilder they're they're bottom dwellers they're going down and yes I get it based on like our roster we should be better but like William he he you know he's he, he probably shouldn't even get into the Fulham side. He probably shouldn't even get into the Sheffield side, the way those teams are playing. So, and, it, and it's tough for me because I think tactically Arteta, I won't say genius, but I think he's getting there. I think he... he <laughs> no, he's, he's definitely not a genius, right? I disagree, but I think tactics, I think he's bringing something fresh to the team. I think he's doing really good things. I think where like he lacks, I Hold on. I think where he lacks and where he really, like, really doesn't do a good job is his substitutions. They're really bad. A lot of times they don't make any sense. Um, and then another another point you brought up, you said we have world-class players. You said plural, players. And the only person you said was Aubameyang, who, I, who in my opinion, I don't think he's a world-class player, at least not anymore. Um, and then who else? Who would be your second best player? Could you say? Not anymore. Like, listen, look, we were we were singing the guy's praises last year. That, no, was, just, that was just last season. Right. That was a, just last season. an FA Cup, and I... I that's awesome. And, and 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 since he's joined us, yeah, he bang, he's banged more than twenty goals a season. So we have, we, there's no, we why would we turn around and be like, actually, he's not really world class when he's been our top striker since but, he joined. Okay, so uh, fine. So then let's just say about who else is world class on our team? Because you said players like Partey. I'd say Partey is is world class. I mean, we haven't seen him enough because he's been hurt so much. So. I know I've seen him at Real Madrid. I didn't. He didn't. Uh, just, and, he, and wasn't, he, was, he wasn't born the other day. Like he's, I've seen him play before. Yeah, but again, I think it's just him integrating into our system. And then to answer your question too, I think Mike Hurts brought up a really good point. I think he's revitalized Lacazette. Lacazette was our player of season two years ago. He was terrible, terrible, terrible. Now he's he's some. Listen, I don't want to. Re, I don't want to extend him. I don't want to extend him. It makes zero sense to extend him in in the summer. Don't give him a contract extension. Don't do not. But honestly, if someone asks me that, I have to think about it for a few seconds and be like. He's playing really freaking good and, and like he's fitting the system pretty well. And then like, no, no, you can't. And then you look at, you know, the external factors. You, you can't extend them. You just can't. Even even with the Balogun, the Eddie situation and all, all of that crazy that's going on. No, we have to do we have to we have to sign a new striker. That's just that's just how it's gonna be. So I, I mean 
there was a question that came in there for me yeah he's like has he been bad in the last sort of five to ten games no there has been improvement do i think that improvement is because of the manager or in spite of the manager yeah because i don't if anything that's good that's happened in arsenal i don't think it's because of Arteta. i think some things have accidentally happened you know or with just or injuries or whatever and the players and their own character have been able to sort of lift the team right but we were all here people could go back and watch previous episodes right where we were oh Teta, play him play him play some of the europa league um team right because they they're playing a lot better we've been there and, and he wasn't doing it it's william game after game after game and then when there was injuries and covid and stuff that's when certain guys had to come in when us fans was calling for it ages ago am i am i am i supposed to know more than um the arsenal manager about team selection no yeah but we all did we all saw it before he did yeah <laughs> do you know what i mean it's like we let's not have short memories just because things have sort of fallen in his favor yeah over the last few games even with lacazette yeah lacazette has improved his form but i don't it's the, the arteta was trying a bamyang in the middle do you know what i mean he had, did that for a few games or whatnot um and then lacazette gets another chance and then he takes it and then he made himself sort of undroppable but that's on that's on lacazette not because the manager was inspired and uh, and has brought the best out of him because so as much you, as we've seen improvement we've seen him at, at his worst as well so what do you think about pepe then because he's playing well the last few games do you think it's because of inspired the manager pepe got moved to the left yeah because the family yeah. had family issues and whatnot he didn't martinelli's fitness probably ain't up there so somebody has to play on the left again it's not through it's not through an inspired selection it's like through necessity so you, you say that for a second sorry yeah i mean there's a there's a lot there i think our tether is where he needs to be where he's going to be he's not gonna you're comparing him to coaches who've had who've been coaching for a lot longer so for me it's like apples and oranges i really can't compare and that's why i don't want to say yes or no to it because Knowledge-wise, he's not there yet. But what I have seen and what I believe is going on is he doesn't have a squad, so he's got to try to manage them right as best he can. Right? Got, we got, saw. Got, no, think about it. No, think about this. He's got uh, the run where we went. We had the six or seven games where we looked we looked pretty good, right? Eventually, that was going to come to an end, and we knew why, right? Because the the youngsters that were kind of the catalyst for that whole thing, they can't play, you know, ten plus games in a row, and they were gonna they're gonna War, wear down. That's what exactly what's happened. We all look at it most with Rowan and think, you know what? He can't, he needs a rest, right? He needs a rest. Same thing with Saka. We said the same thing with Saka. He can't do this over and over again because he's showing us a lot. I mean, the one thing that I did notice in this whole, in the last couple of games where, yes, we haven't won, but Pepe actually is playing more than just waiting for the ball to come in and doing something with it. He's actually doing a lot without it, right? He's tracking back. I don't, know why because <laughs> I, I would believe that Arteta is asking him to you know do the same thing all season he hasn't and all of a sudden now mm -hmm. he's doing it right I don't know what that was if was that when you know they moved when they moved Saka over to the right and he started to excel there that you know what maybe maybe I should do what the, the manager's asking me to do the coach is asking me to do because when I see him track back after losing the ball and get it back again I'm like well where was that in the beginning of the season was the coach not asking? Well, I, I'll be surprised he wasn't. I believe Pepe either was, you know, in his feel, feelings or doing something out in Wonderland. Who knows? And that's why we didn't see it because we're seeing it now, and that's what we want. 
That's what, that's what's going to keep him on the field. We know that once in a while there's a move that he's going to make and get a shot off any time and score. We've seen it, right? But he's got to do the other work, and that's, you know. But can they do that, sustain that? I don't think so. I don't think we have the squad for that. So it's a it's a whole lot of everything that's causing what we're seeing out there. So then to say, is our tether, you know, the worst manager? I don't. I don't think we can. That's not. I don't. I don't. I don't like the question because I don't think we can answer that truthfully based on the the entire picture that we have going on right but now. I, what I can say though is that the, the form that we've been in this season, which at times has been atrocious, yeah. You take that and and you take that same manager and play and put him at Fulham, yeah. They're maybe even lower than where they are now. <laughs> Yeah. How could you say that? You, because uh, because we're Arsenal, Ryan. We're Arsenal, yeah. We're Arsenal. We were getting beat by good. everyone. We were I'm getting beat right. by everyone. Yeah. No. We were thirteenth in the league. We're Arsenal FC. If you take Arsenal to the bottom half of the table, what the fuck are you gonna do with Fulham? Yeah. Come on, we're Arsenal. We've we got. Don't, we've don't got have a good the players. Squad. The players that we. The players that we have. No, no, our squad ain't that bad. Our squad is better than Aston Villa's. Yeah. Let's look at the teams that are above uh, us. Yeah? I think Bill's squad is very underrated. Don't piss me off, yeah? Go they got Ryan. Don't piss me off, yeah? They've got you want to talk, they got Grealish, yeah? That's it. Who else who else are you taking from Villa's team that gets into our team? Who are you taking from a Leeds think, team that gets into our team? Go on. I think just as a team, I think they're they're if they're if all of their pieces because of the manager. Uh, no, I don't know. I don't know. See, that's what I'm saying. Go, go man for man then. If, if it's not down to the manager and it's the actual players that are lacking at Arsenal, yeah? Tell me from who from Villa gets I'm into not our saying team. it. I'm not saying it ha- it's definitely right. the players. I'm just saying right. it's 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 more complicated. It's more complicated than, oh, it's the manager, it's not the players. Oh, it, it's it's just so – it's more complex. And call me crazy. I don't care what anyone tells me. Arteta is a better manager than only going to show Shire. I do not care what anyone says right. to me. Right. is me not stop, good. Let me just stop there, right? I'm going to answer this Go. question. Right. Go I was it, buying man. into it. Uh, <laughs> I was. I was buying into it. I was listening. I'm listening to you all. I think you've all made some really, really good mm. points. Um, when we're talking about, for instance, Lacazette and Corey, you'll be thinking, you'll be with me on this one because you were saying the same when we were saying it on this podcast ourselves. Why aren't we playing the Europa League squad? In the Premier League, we've been we was advocates for that. Lacazette was playing in that Europa League squad. He's been playing with these youngsters. I think that's what made him move on because he was getting on with him. He, he got a rapport with him, so that's what pushed him on. So that's why I think he's been doing really well so far because he's been playing with and he's been training with the likes of Smith Rowe, Saka, Martinelli. You know, people like that. So yeah, it, that's why I think he's been pushed on because he's you know they've made a bit of a click click, to, but it's, yeah. it's worked for him and. We've, we were saying that for ages. Um, as for the Aubameyang's not world-class, I know I know. there's a lot of people out there, like you, like you said, that saying, oh, they're not saying he's world-class because it's not last season, last season was there. I was saying that, and Ryan can vouch for me. I've never seen him as yeah. world-class. Um, that's just my opinion. I'm not going to destroy, you know what I mean? I'm not going to go all out on it because that's just my opinion. Um, I've never thought he was world-class. There's very few players I think are world-class. And I think that at the minute, the list is probably one person at the minute who I, I believe is world-class. I think and that's where the argument gets out. crazy is everyone's definition of world-class is different. Yeah. And you have to yeah. you that's, have to be like, okay, when you're doing world-class, what 
the criteria has to be set before you have that discussion because some yeah. people be like, yeah, oh, yeah, I agree with that. You know, so it, it, it is tough. And and to almost contrast from from what Mike's saying, I loved Aubameyang. I loved him as a Dortmund. I I dreamt of of him coming to Arsenal. I think we got him probably two seasons too late. Not saying he didn't do a good job. He did. I wish we got him two years earlier though. Um, but and I think someone says in the comments, yeah, humble Gummis in the comments. He's a world class finisher. Yeah, I'll, I, I can say that. Yeah, I agree with that, but just the way he plays and the way Arteta wants us to play, and I know Corey, you don't see that, but what I think Arteta wants us to play, I mm. think Art, I, I, I just don't think Aubameyang really fits it because our, because Arteta wants all of us to work. Oh, we're not, we're not getting into, we're not getting into Aubameyang. We'll do that. No, but I want to hear, but I want to hear what you think. What is Arteta? What is he trying to do? What is the right. style of play? That's what I was trying to get at before I got rudely interrupted by this twat over here, you know, <laughs> underneath me. So what I was trying to say was, and before I got rudely interrupted, interrupt, interrupted, interrupted, <laughs> yeah, I can't even say, say anything now properly, Jesus. But yeah, what I'm saying is, is yes, I agree. Uh, I watched the podcast last night. It was the Thursday show. The Thursday live show, it's, it's another show on Ask Brothers. Go watch it. It's really good. And Max made a good point about Arteta. And uh, this is where I think this is what you're coming into, Corey. Um, for me, the problem with Arteta is, is a season two. He come into the job a season too early. We needed a stable manager uh, coming out from Arsene Wenger. We needed someone to shore, shore up the ship and move us, move us slightly forward, get things so we're not in this position where we are now, you know, earlier on in the season, we was pushing near the bottom. Now we're sort of hanging on mid-table, going against teams like, you know, Southampton, Wolves, now Lee, you know, Aston Villa. We, you know, we're losing against these types of teams where we shouldn't be. Um, so this is why I believe Arteta's a season, season, maybe two seasons too early for us. We needed that consistent, experienced manager in. And I think that's the difference there. Um that's the thing for me. And I, I agree with what you're saying. I really do. I don't think, I personally don't think he's the worst manager in the Prem at this moment in time. I don't think he's the worst. There is a lot of faults out there. I am not disregarding that at all. There is some definite faults. Um, you know, it, it's the way the way he does interviews, you know, like we've said, the, the team selections, the, the substitutions, a lot of things that he's doing is very, very frustrating. And I'll be the first one to say it. They are. His substitutions sometimes are madness. And it drives yeah. me fucking crazy. When William came on the other day. Yes, like, exactly. Stuff like that. Fuck out of here, bro. Yeah, what you, are you, like, you bring up what we need to, we need a goal. You bring on William, yeah? yeah? Based on what? And Martinelli sat there on the bench. It's exactly. like, this is, this just seems like pure incompetence to me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, when I someone does you. that, yeah, you're like, what what was your thing? Do you even really want to win this match? Because that's not a decision that somebody would make when they really want to get a point or three points from a game. Yeah, yeah it's not. I agree. You, you I bring agree. out a guy that's woefully out of form that ain't done nothing since the very first game of the season. Yeah. yeah? And then I and then but I'm supposed to believe that like there's there's a there's a few managers that like are not worse than him. Even like David Moyes, is David Moyes better than Arteta? Probably not. <laughs> he, it's David so what's, the, what's the problem? I mean, I what's going on? What's going on then? Yeah. I ain't Do you know what I mean? I mean, you know, one thing, on? yeah, one thing that Mikey said that I kind of, uh, you know, I kind of listened to a little intensely is that they brought Arteta in a year or two too early. I actually think they yeah. kind of did things backwards. Yeah. 
right? Because yeah, they you know what needed to change was everybody above Arteta that needed to change first because then only then I think then you bring in a manager that fits the style or you know fits whatever you're trying to do. I think we kind of didn't th- did things a little bit backwards. I don't know if it was on purpose or by mistake that you know they find it you know they kind of brought all, in all you know. They needed to have brought in a fo- you know director of football, football operations, all of that, and then try to figure out who the manager and coach is going to be for the team. They kind of did things a little bit backwards because my thinking is when they finally do finish that middle, that middle office area, you know, the middle tier of the business, they may come and say Arteta isn't our man anyways, and they, they're going to change because you know this is not where they want to go, and they they realize that you know, like everybody else, he's just not ready and. We have the players I need to see better from them. And that's kind of the problem that I see is that it's not Arteta. It's everybody that is the person that hired him. And maybe that person is even here now. But the, the person that should be managing that part of the business, I don't think is doing a good job or they still are just doing this. You know, everybody's kind of pitching in here and there. And that's the problem is that until, like I said, until I feel like the, the area between the board and the players is is sorted out. We're gonna be in this flux, you know, of this area yeah, that we're sitting I, in right I now. Agree. Arsenal is a badly run club. It's yeah. bottom line is it's a badly run club. We've had so much in terms of like sporting directors and stuff. We've had comings and goings. We've had, you know, talk of play, you know, them taking little, you know, under the table handouts and you know what I mean, over overpaying for players and you know we, we've had to cancel contracts. Um, as opposed to get any return for a lot of the players that went in the January window, you know, just loss after loss after loss. It's like it's a badly run club. The players have been badly mismanaged, you know, to the point of where they have no value by the time we're we're, we're done with them, you know. It's um it's pretty it's been a pretty much a shit show, you know, from top to bottom. But now, when I look at the team and I look at the squad, because because I think some Gary said that oh we don't have the squad, but I'm like I'm looking at it and I'm looking at. Gabriel, Pablo Mari, Odegaard, um, Sabios, and whatever. And it's like, it ain't that bad. This yeah, but I mean, did you get to tell me like, the, mid, the midfield is where we have a problem? And that's always been a problem, no matter who we've had on the team for the last three or four years. Before we said the midfield is just, we, 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 we're lacking. But you know there. what? But we were, we were this, this midfield has got, in terms of what we've acquired, yeah, has got better, yeah, from the, from when Emery was in charge, right? Mm-hmm. And we got to the Europa League final, right? And we were like one game away from top four under Emery, yeah, with a worse squad, right? The squad has, with, with guys like Partey, I know he hasn't played that much, but with Partey and Saka and those guys emerging, playing in great, you know, having great, great form and showing us football that we haven't actually seen for a while, but we're still where we are. I mean, no, it'd be great if we can get to Europa League final again, you know, but I'm not sure if I see it. And, you know, we finished, what, fifth, you know, when, when Emery was um was in charge. Like I said, that close, a Crystal Palace and a Brighton result away from getting top four, right? We ain't going to be nowhere near that this year. So we have regressed. We've gone backwards with with better players. And it, okay, so it's kind to, to say that. So when we went 22 games unbeaten under Emery, I know Max said this. I agreed with him. I don't know if Mike agreed, but I know the Ars Bros said this. We did. We weren't. We weren't buying the Emery hype. We didn't believe it. They, they were playing. You know, they went twenty games of beaten, but they weren't playing well. They were getting by by the skin of the teeth, playing fine lines, fine margins, and I think that's part of the reason why we finished fifth. I don't think we were a good team. 
And we said that at the end of the season too. We said we weren't a good team. We said we weren't there yet. And um, I, I think we do have a better squad. And I think there's just so, again, I think it's just more complicated than just player manager. Um, and then to kind of go back to the Arteta thing, I've said this on multiple podcasts. I think that Arsenal's project is not like the players and like Saka. It's Arteta. Arteta is the project. Arteta is the project. And it kind of goes hand in hand with what Mike is saying. I think we brought him in too early. We were we brought in Emery. He's the master of Europa League. We wanted to bring him in, have us win a get us a Europa League trophy, get us in the Champions League, kind of right the ship. We had the kind of the players to do it, not to not not to win the not to win the league, but to you know get in Champions League, maybe get maybe like sneak out of the group stages, which obviously we don't want that. We want to we want to clear group stages. Get into Champions League finals, we want to win. I get that, but we're just we're just not there yet. That's just that's just the facts. We're not there yet. Um, but things happen, you know. Uh, I think somebody or some people didn't buy into the Emery thing. They weren't liking the way he was what he was doing. People were, I guess, kind of what we were talking about with Arteta. I think clicks were forming, factions were were going at it. And I think slowly but surely it got Arteta out of here. And I think the board was like, well, shit, what are we going to do? Uh, we wanted Arteta to stay a couple more years and kind of before we bet in Arteta, before we insert our project into the into the squad. And I think they panicked because they didn't know what to do. They didn't have any other choices. They said, you know what, we'll throw him in there. Probably going to have two really bad seasons, but we're not going to get relegated. So it doesn't matter. As long as we get relegated, we'll be fine. And I think when we kind of were flirting with it for like a game or two, which I still say we would, we were not, I still said we weren't getting relegated, but um, that's when people started panicking and like Arteta out, Arteta out. Um, but, but I, again, I think it's just, it's a mismanagement in the, uh, in the very high up. And I just think it's, it's tough because you got to work. You have to bet in the manager, but at the same time, we do have players that aren't good enough. We, a lot of players that aren't good enough. I, I don't think the squad is as good as you think, Corey, but that's fine. Opinions are fine. Um, and you also got to realize, too, which, again, this is all speculation hearsay, which whatever, but uh, there's talk that in Williams' contract, he has to play a certain amount of games. Whether you believe that or not, that's fine. Yeah, uh, me, based on the amount he's playing, I believe that that's, that's true because he is bad. He should not be playing this much. Or Arteta can be like, you know what, he's playing so bad. Nobody expect. Listen, and and we talked about this on the Ars Bros. We did not think William was going to be this bad. We didn't like the signing. We didn't like it. But like he was Chelsea, one of Chelsea's best players, and Chelsea were our rivals, and they're better than us now. And they were probably they were better than us last year. So you, if I tell you, and I said this on Samuel Arsenal, if I tell you, okay, we're going to bring in a guy. He's early thirties. He's kind of old, but he was one of the best players on the team last season. And it's a big six team. You're going to shake my hand and be like, sign me the fuck up. But the problem is he came from Chelsea, and that's a stigma because all, all we do is sign Chelsea's rejects, which is true. And, and you know, that doesn't bode well. And then, you know, uh, I think me and Max were kind of like, oh, he'll play the 10, he'll do this, he'll do that, which he hasn't done. And yeah, uh, I remember that conversation because yeah. me and Manny were saying exactly. pretty much what, we're, what he's been doing now and what Corey's saying now is shit. Yeah, and to be fair, like he's bad, and I and I think it was a bad signing. I've never been a William guy, uh, but no one thought he was gonna be this bad. Let's 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 be let's be fucking honest. We didn't think he was gonna be this bad. And then my last point is, 
Uh, I didn't watch this, but everyone everyone says this to me uh, in the uh, the scum documentary. Apparently, when they do subs and starting elevens, the fucking agents and the board have a say in what's going on. I think there's like there's like clips in the in the in the in the in the documentary thing that where like it shows like Jose Mourinho talking to the board, talking to the agents. It's like, well, we got to play him to keep his agent happy. We got to do this. We got to play him, bring him on. And it kind of it's not just a Jose thing. Jose's not fully in charge of. Of the eleven and the subs. Now I didn't watch it, so I don't know for sure. But that's just I, I watched it. I watched it. So, I didn't see nothing like that. that that's just what's. Uh, that's just what. Yeah, people, I didn't see. I didn't see nothing. I didn't watch it, but yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I, I didn't see nothing like that. And, I, and I, if, they, they, if it was the case, they're not going to show it on that documentary. That's yeah, like, fair, fair. That makes I, the team. That make that make Jose and the team look weak. They wouldn't show it. I didn't see nothing like that anyway. That the documentary itself makes the team look weak. So I mean, that's that's self sabotage. Can you imagine if they Can you imagine if they followed us this year though? Could you imagine okay. to call it us? I would be so I would be I would love a all or nothing Arsenal mm. just to see in the dressing room and who who yeah. talks and who don't and what the manager says and stuff like I would love it because I'm because I'm a bit like what the fuck are you not doing? Like when we when we're just bad game after game, when we do lose to Wolves and Southampton and Aston Villa, yeah. I'm like, how is this going down? <laughs> you know, with everybody at the club? Because you know, we've it's become acceptable. It's a cup. We now I'm sitting here, right, talking to you guys, and you're like, no, I'll tell you, it's not that bad. It's just a project and stuff like that. Whereas if we went back like ten years, even yeah, none of this shit would be acceptable. It would be an absolute fucking disaster, yeah, for us to go and this. You know, what I mean, to to lose three out of five games, you know, absolute disaster. But now we're a bit like, yeah, yeah, you know, it's not but that it's, bad. I mean, it's, it's the players. It's our, squad, our, squad is not, our squad is not that good. That the fact that we can spend 60 million, 55 million on two strikers, yeah, 45 million on the midfielder, 35, 25 on the left back, do, spend all this money and still be like, oh, we ain't got the players. You know, 72 million on a winger, we ain't got the players. Yeah, just because you spent like, a lot of money doesn't mean you're going to get the right players. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but listen, but we, didn't we didn't complain about none of those signings. No, yeah. they, they, you know what? They, before they, they blew came. up in our faces though, over came, and over again. Because, yeah, but before they came, they were all certified. Yeah, Pepe scored 20-something goals. I yeah, compl I wasn't, I wasn't a fan and, of Pepe signing. I wanted Zaha because that was the plan. The plan was our Emery brought to the board, hey, I want Zaha. Get me Zaha. So what does the board do? Okay, cool. The next day he wakes up, Pepe is on his porch saying, Hey boss, I'm your I'm your new, I'm I, your was, new I, was, I was cool. When when they bring in a player from France and they say this guy only scored two less goals than Mbappe, yeah, in the, the same French, season. The right? French league is a joke. Yeah, the French the league, but when I saw but when we watched him and we saw his style of play, the skill, yeah, the 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 cannon of a left foot, right? I'm like, he has got this boy is talented. We can see even now we can see the talent that he's got, right? So and, and the age that he was as well. Zaha is close to his friends, yeah? Pepe came in when he was like, what, 23, 24, right? Yeah. So it made more sense as an investment to go for someone like Zaha's never scored 20-something goals. I know it's a different league, but he ain't never got close to that in a season before. So we can dream and be like, look, this guy, like I said, was close to Mbappe's goal-scoring record. So we can dream about the potential that he might have coming to the Premier League in in an Arsenal squad. So I went against it. I went against Lacazette. I went against Aubameyang. I went against Partey. I went against none of them. Gabriel, I was happy about that. Tierney, I was really happy about that, you know? Um, so I can't look at the team and be like, all of a sudden, oh, they're all shit, because I have seen them play a lot better than what they've played this season. So you won't, so you're not going to give Arteta credit for the Gabriel signing for, he because he made some good stuff. He, 
Arteta's is, made is more good job? signings than not. Yeah, but, he's, but he's had a hand in it. It doesn't matter. He's had a hand in it. He's had more good signings than not. We talked about this on Samuel Darcel on Tuesday. I think it was what, he had Who four, he had four good I mean, signings too bad. That's, that's not his job, though. That's Edu's job. But, yeah, no, 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 no. It's the both scout, of their jobs. The scouts report into Edu. Yeah, Edu might consult Arteta after the scouts have identified the player. Arteta is not it's identifying these players. Jobs. He might sign off on them, but he does not. He does not go out. You don't see him, you know, in other countries watching other players. You never seen him do that. Okay, he was a, like well, you might. Uh, you've he never seen him do that. Yeah? He was the reason Odegaard came to us. He called him up. That's what I mean. Again, it could be lip service. It could be all PC stuff. Uh, we, we we hear that all the time. Oh, we had a conversation and he convinced me. Bullshit. Yeah. That's me. That's me. Why, 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 why can't why can so say that? No so problem. Because it's me. It's, just, it's, it's, like, it's like when players after a game say, oh, you know, you scored a hat trick. How do you feel about it? Well, you know, I'm just happy that the team got the result. And uh, it's media training. That's, yeah, That's, that's different. They don't talk about the, the fat goal bonus that they got, yeah, for scoring that hat trick. Yeah, they don't, <laughs> they, don't, they, don't, they don't go back and talk about how they shagged their wife because they're so happy that they scored three goals, right? Just, yeah, you know, it's all about the team, you know, as long as I can help the team. It's just media training. It's, it's good to say. It's like it gives the manager a bit of clout. It gets the people off his back when you can go when a player can come in and be like, yeah, I had a nice conversation with Arteta and he convinced me about the direction of the club. Bullshit. You weren't playing at Real Madrid. But I don't, but I don't get it. You're, you're gonna you're gonna bash Arteta for a William, but you're not gonna but you're not gonna praise him for like, I'm, not bashing, I'm, not, I'm not bashing him for signing William. I'm bashing him, I'm even bashing William and Arteta directly, but this is the worst that we've seen William play. Yeah. So when it comes to being coached, when this it comes to being first year, when it, wait, 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 listen. When it comes to being coached, when it comes uh, to being inspired, when it comes to getting the best out of your players, yeah, he's not doing that. William, I don't, at, I don't agree. William looks at him, yeah, do not agree. And thinks William looks at him and thinks fuck off. Like I, I mean, I'm not trying to play for you. Yeah, he does not. He does not inspire William to want to that's play. One, it's one player. It's one player. Yeah. Yeah, I could go for the whole team. The whole okay. team has been shit. Okay. I don't when we played against Villa, Gary, Gary, when we played against West, West Jocka, Villa, right. we weren't great. one of our best players the last five games. Oh, no, no, Jacka was playing for a transfer. Jacka wanted to go in the transfer window. He started playing good when we started to approach the transfer window. Yeah, That's why Jacka played good. You're naming one player. You're naming literally one player the entire time. Why are Teddy so bad? Because of William. There's so many players. No, no, no. Do you want me to? Do you want me to keep going? Do you want no, to talk no, about no, 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 no. <laughs> I can go for no, everyone if you want. No, yeah, no, everyone. No, no. Right. I'll do. Hi, Jack. I'm trying to get out of here. My uh, my point um, was yeah, we we have seen we have not seen these players play worse. Yeah, we have not. amazing. We have not seen them play worse. Tell me, under Wenger, under Emery, when have we seen these players play worse? Tell me. Who? Name them. Tell me when it was that they played worse than what we see on the Arteta. I don't want to sidetrack the conversation, but I, I, did want, I, I, did, I did want to talk a little bit about the Leeds game and whether we actually are going to bring a strong team to it. Right, we can do I mean, that. I know you're on a you're on a roll, Mike, Corey, but I just I, I didn't want to talk about that a little bit. I love, I, I love the passion, guys. I really do. I think it's great, but. We've got to get on. Guy, <laughs> <laughs> I know, Corey, man, what the fuck? Seriously, dude. <laughs> I'm pissed this, off, this, mate. This is the smooth guy we know. <laughs> no, I'm yeah, pissed Corey, off. What happened? 
I'm pissed off, man. It's like, you know, we oh, go, for, we go, we have a little run of games. We're like, oh, it's picking up. And then I'm thinking, and I look, look back and think, hold on a minute, we've lost our last two league games and we, and we put in the flattest performance I've ever seen in an FA Cup game. Any, any lot want to disagree with me that we've never been as flat in an FA oh, Cup mate, game as what, we, said, as what we were I in? Said after, I said after the FA Cup game, it, it left me bitter. You know, there was a bitter aftertaste to it. I hated it because it pissed me off more than anything. Yeah. But, I'm yeah. wondering why you not, why you not don't it. feel like me after after watching all of this, yeah, getting pathetically knocked Mate. out by Southampton, who got Mate. done over Mate. by Man United, yeah, nine nil, yeah. We right. got knocked out by a team that got done over nine nil, yeah, and you lot ain't the upset, yeah. So that's why yes, I'm getting Mate. so animated because I want you lot to be a bit more like me, yeah, get a bit more. Sorry, sorry. Let's not all this flat, tipid <laughs> bullshit around Arsenal, yeah. Let's Are let's you? fucking get a bit animated. Mate. Let's get a bit passionate. Come on. I'm, I'm pissed off, mate, but I'm keeping it together. Yeah, I'm keeping it together because of the podcast. I, you know, this is it. You know, if we weren't on this, I'd probably be losing my shit. You're, the, you're, the, you're cool, mate. You're the host. Yeah, I mean, I've got to yeah. keep it together. I've let you two run. You two have done. <laughs> Defending the team. Defending the team. Are you joking? Defending this manager. This is, this is your team, though, right, Corey? This is your team. Yeah, that's why That's why I'm so passionate about it. Yeah, yeah. but I, I, that's why I guess I, I'm not like, oh, well, you know. No, no, <laughs> come on. This is not acceptable, man. This is yeah. not no, acceptable. I, I kind of look at, I, I mean, I kind of look at everything. So I, everything that I've seen is no surprise to me because of w what we're looking at. You look at top down, what, what's going on. You can't be surprised by it. You got We can definitely be upset about it for sure, but we can't be surprised because they're showing us the card. Their cards. The cards are on the table, face up. We can see it. That's the pain. What? It, what is it in the glass? Is it a? Uh, is it come from a plant? <laughs> yeah, it ain't fucking champagne this week, is it? <laughs> <laughs> My life. Oh man. All right, go on. Yeah, let's talk about let's, let's, let's talk about leads. Yeah. No. My, 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 like I said, my initial question is. Are we going to come with a strong team or not? Are we playing for Europa League or are we playing for Premier League standings? You know, that's, and that's what, you know, that, that all, well, I guess we'll see when the lineup comes out kind of what he's thinking. I mean, do we have a better chance winning Europa or do, or can we go on a, a really good run in 15 games oh. and kind of get 30 plus points out of it? You know, I don't, I feel like Europa League is the best choice, you know, for him. Uh, so I'm not expecting to have too much of a strong lineup. Maybe he will do some crazy things. I uh, was listening earlier today, and uh, Manny was you know, Manny was uh, on the on the show talking, and he was saying that you know what if they just went crazy and put Saka at left back, and then brought Martinelli and brought him at top, and then see how that works out and go and yeah, go a little bit stronger with a with a side that would be crazy. I don't think Arteta would do that because he probably doesn't have the confidence that the players could do it, even though I think they could, you know. Well, but he I, always I feel like he's going to... Saka at left-back when there's, when he brings on the sub. Yeah. You know, he always takes off he always takes off Cedric, doesn't he, when uh, Tierney's not on, and then he sticks la, la, uh, Saka at um, left-back and brings on Aubameyang, who we all know is out of form. So this uh, this is a massive issue. Um, I'm, I, I get where you're coming from. Uh, personally... If it was me now and my team, I'd still go for broke on everything because yeah. we can't keep losing losing in the league and we can't really lose the Europa. Right. You know, these are the games that we need to get into. I did want to go into a little bit uh, 
Benfica because obviously that's coming up on Thursday. But because these two have wasted so much time arguing with each other. These two? Really I, I tried reeling it back for you. I you weren't were, you were going to the Leeds game, though, Ryan. Really I, don't think you were, I don't think you had the Leeds, Leeds game in your... <laughs> you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll give you some... And I started right talking now. about fucking Leeds. You went on about Aston Villa. I did? Uh, well, whatever. It is what it is. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Picture it didn't happen. Right, uh, well, I think we start Odegaard. I think we should start Odegaard on Sunday. There you go. Deal with, how do you guys feel about that? Do you play ESR right, well, or do you forget, play Odegaard? Forget the fucking team. At the end of the day, who gives a shit? You know, we're, done, we're done with that now. Do you, do I think you, Odegaard do you, should play. Do your you predictions. I, that's I'm, my prediction. Odegaard's going to play instead of ESR. Score predictions. Oh, good. shit. Oh, okay. You want me to go oh, first? Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. You're the, ones, um, you're the ones flapping your mouth. I, I, I really think Leeds is... It doesn't have a strong team. I think I think no matter who we play, we're gonna be fine. So I'm gonna say personally, I think it's gonna be two nil to the Arsenal. You really think we're gonna get two goals? Yeah. We have Pepe. I think Pepe's firing well. I think Lacazette's playing well. Uh Saka's playing well. If those three play, I think it'll be good. And I, and, I, and if Odegaard is what we all think he's supposed to be, I think he's gonna slot in nicely to the team. And I think he's gonna start. I think he should start. I think what Gary said, ESR has tired legs. We need to sit him, and I think we need him against Benfica. 100%. He's got ESR needs to play Sunday. 100%. No tiredness, no nothing. So I think you have to play Odegaard here. I just do. And I mean, defensively, I, I don't, I, they, they have what are they at? Banford? I'm not really worried about I, again, famous last words. And Corey's laughing, and he's going to be laughing even harder at me when, when Leeds scores. He's going to be thinking of me first because I, I, I'm not scared of their team. He's, he's they, back they on Friday, Corey, so you can unleash on him. <laughs> can't That's wait. true. I won't can't wait. <laughs> you can do, Why did you no, say that? I'm so I'll step out. Now. I'll step out, mate. I'll let you unleash. <laughs> I'll let you host. You can go. Yeah, I'll bring you over to my kitchen. Go to you can town. hang out. It's all yours. I don't think you want to go to the kitchen. My kitchen. We're not going in your <laughs> kitchen. <laughs> I'm just saying, if I, if, if me and oh. Corey are going to be here, you can hang out in the kitchen. There's nothing wrong with that. I am not going in your kitchen. Ever. I don't even care, mate. You can buy me a flight to your, you know, you can do whatever. I ain't going. <laughs> I, ain't fucking, I ain't going nowhere near your kitchen. Uh, uh, Corey, do you want to go with your score predictions, mate? Um, Actually, while you're there, mate, just before you do your score prediction, I'll let you answer this question uh, from Mike Hurts. Who would you pick to partner Xhaka in midfield? Just a quick one, mate. Jaka, Ceballos, if you know, party, party being injured. Um, you know, yeah, not all Nene. Who? El Nene. Nah, you know, when when El is cool, and is cool, but I just feel a little bit underwhelmed when I see him in a starting lineup. Do you know what I mean? It's like when I see him in a Europa starting lineup, yeah. You know, we might get a flipping outside of the box, you know, 30-yard banger out of him, yeah? In the Premier League, you know, he's going to do a job, you know? And I'm not going to lie, it's only slightly better with Sabayas. I don't necessarily think Sabayas is going to do that much better. But I just feel like it still makes us seem like we're a bit, we've been a bit more positive, you know, with, with what we're trying to get out of the game. But it's not a lot in it, to be fair, you know? Um, but with, with Leeds... The thing is, with, with this Leeds team, they can lose on any given day. They can win on every game. They've beaten Leicester recently, you know. Um, they beat Crystal Palace, you know. 
So they can pretty much beat almost anyone outside of like the top three, um, you know, if, if it's their day. So it just depends on that. When we played them last time, we got a man off. They had the most shots off and on target. They had the most possession and whatnot. Um, so, yeah, we were as a man down after, what, 51 minutes? But they still had the – they were still better than us. So I'm, I might have to go for – being optimistic, I'll go for a draw. I'll go for like a 1-1. A, a uh, Gary, mate. I feel like I said something really crazy on uh, I was on a podcast yesterday and I, I said four tune everybody like looked at me like are you you're you're sick, man. You can't say that. Well I just feel like I'm looking for the Leeds team that's gonna like open up the gates and let us in kind of thing. Because that's and one, that's what we need, and two, I think we can do it. I mean I do we I, mean, I believe we have the players to do that. Um I mean I'm just gonna I'm gonna go with a three two to win to the you know to the arsenal i think we're gonna open up hopefully we should open up the game and with our midfield i think we might give up some some you know a lot of a lot of us shots but uh yeah i think we'll be able to get a one a one goal lead and win yeah um yep. i'm going for a loss guys i don't think we can <laughs> win this one okay Corey. <laughs> <laughs> imagine, imagine that. Imagine that in 2021, yeah, we're you know our host, yeah, Scunny is predicting a loss to a new. I was going to predict team, a loss yeah? against Aston Villa, if I'm being honest, but I just went. And with you would have been right. You know would have won money. Yeah. Do you know what? I agree with Corey. I'm going well, apparently, with Corey on this one. I'm, I'm overreacting. I'm overdoing it. Yeah. In the, you know because of the state of the team and and the, and the manager that we've got. Our manager's so good. Yeah. That you predicted a loss of, I guess, Aston Villa, and you were right, yeah. And you're predicting a loss against Leeds. Oh yeah. no, no, I went but, with three in the last because I was saying like we need, we need redemption. I wish I never did that now. It yeah, why? Why would you do that? You wanted to say yeah, a loss. Why would I do this that? Is, this is this is how bad things have got, man. Yeah, this is how I bad agree. things have got. These are newly promoted teams. Yeah, this Villa just about was safe last year. Yeah, and they got six points of us this year. That's how bad things are. Yeah, but. Cool, Arteta is the right man. Cool. Let's give him. Let's give him five more years. Like, let's work this on is, this project. This isn't just an Arteta. This is not an. I. I mean, I know you keep bringing Arteta. It's not only an Arteta yeah. project. I mean, there's a lot of things going into this thing. There's a lot. This. This is a mess. We know that. This is a. This team is a mess. Top down mess. So, Mike, what's it takes your a lot to, to clean it up. I reckon we're going to lose two nil. Okay. Well, two nil. I don't even oh. think we're going to score. Uh, it's, uh, and, and, and I can't believe I'm saying this, Manny. Please forgive me if I was an only spirit. Uh, I think David Luis is going to start, and I think he's going to have a great game. Whenever he comes back from a red card, he just he he plays he plays out of his mind. Granted, as soon as he does that, I want him benched for like probably the rest of the season. You know, uh, you know, you might have a yeah. point because you know with our midfield, we might need somebody to actually get the ball up to the front line, and if he's having one of those good games. That's what it'll do. So, you know, you might you might have a point. So we'll see. Yeah, because uh, what was it? The Man City FA Cup semifinal. Luis played out of his mind after he – I think it was that game, right, where he got sent – because he got sent off against Man City. Or, no, maybe it wasn't that. But I know he got sent off against Man City. Then when he came back, he had three-game suspension. He came back, and he and he was, like, close to the man of the match. So, I I, I mean, still, though, we, we can't be That's persistent. With no, I agree. But I'm saying we can't be persistent yeah. with him every game. But I think he's going to play well. And I, I, no, I think yeah. I think Leeds are going to have – are going to find it – Fairly tough to score. Maybe I. I almost want to say two one Arsenal, but I. 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 I don't know. I just. Right. 
I, 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 I want to answer this. I want to answer this. I don't want to be negative. I'm going like for So just quickly, uh, as regards to Benfica, we have got them on Thursday, the 25th. Uh, just give you a quick heads up about Benfica and we'll just do quick scores. I'm not going into it because it's getting on a bit now and that, that time's gone. Um, so they aren't playing that great at the moment. They have lost more than what they've won at this, at this moment yeah. in time in the last few games. Um, so, yeah, they're not doing great. They're fourth in their league table and we, we've we got them coming up. And is, I don't, is it in Greece or has that been cancelled again and then it's, it's somewhere else? It's, that's the thing that I wanted to get on. It's in Greece. Now. But yeah, apparently it got cancelled, so we don't know where we're playing at the minute. But Wait, it's on really? neutral ground. Yeah, apparently. Oh, they confirmed it. They confirmed it was Greece today, did they not? Uh, they did at some point, but I assure, uh, I think it's been cancelled again, and I don't know where it is. And oh. I think the next leg's in Rome. I think. I don't count me on that one. If someone's in the chat, they know. Please, if you quick go for it. Um, sorry, excuse me, and we'll get somewhere there. But I assume it has been. Council, I'm trying to see if I can find no, it. No, it's it's gonna be in Athens. Is no, it the- in the Athens? I mean, that's changed because because of the the first leg is gonna they, be. In Rome. They had a lockdown. They had a lockdown in Greece, so I don't. So I think that's the issue there. Yeah. So they just, um, as soon as they announced it, reason, like yeah. they, they later they they announced that they had a lockdown, so no ins and outs. So it's madness because the reason why it's not being played over here, which or even over there is because the UK has banned flights from to and from Portugal due to the crap that's going on now. And and, uh, and Arsenal supposedly has to pay for that. I, I don't understand how that works. Right? Should, I, I, the, I ain't got a clue should the league pay for that kind of stuff? <laughs> I ain't got a clue how this all works, mate. I, ain't, uh, I just don't know. But apparently they are being playing, played in neutral grounds. Uh, Mike Hertz has put Roma... Um, the first was Bucharest. I don't know if that's changed or not. Uh, that's from Sentiment. So either it's it's one of them. It's it's in a European city somewhere. Pff, I ain't got a clue. Yeah, come on. It don't matter. Yeah, it don't matter. <laughs> We're looking at him again yeah, on with it. Neutral, neutral is neutral. It don't matter. Neutral ground. Uh, Corey, go with your prediction for Benfica. Um, one 0 to Benfica. Yeah, they're, they're, even though their form has not been great, they still won their last couple of matches. Yeah, we've lost our last couple of matches. But their form is better than ours. Yeah, there's a, there's going to be a lot of familiar faces. Do you know what I mean? Otamendi is there. Um, Vertonghen's oh, there. <laughs> Otamendi, Vertonghen. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know he was there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're going to tar- tar- Tarat, Tarat, tar- Tarabat, or whatever. Anyway. But we know him. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. 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 So there's going to be a few players that we recognize. Obviously, they play in a in a oh, league, Vigal, but... Is it Vigal or Vigal, yeah. whatever his name is? Yeah. They've got some. Yeah. So they've got some. So they got some premiership players. Yeah. They've got players that are used to playing against us. Um, so. Sorry, I've just like looked said, there, I'm just I'm sorry, I looked shocked there because I've just seen a name that I hadn't seen for years and I thought he was retired. And that's. Is it Charisma? Is it Vittoria in Portugal? I thought he retired. He's older than me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought he retired as well. Yeah, well, same age. Yeah, as it's me. Like, thirty-seven. So... Yeah, it's the same age as me. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he'd retired, but no, he's still going. Sorry, I apologise yeah. for just uh, interrupting me, but I just saw. I've just seen uh, their last game. It was against Vittoria in uh, for 
in a Portuguese league game and that name just popped up. I was like, hey. It's the luck, Resma. You know, there's, you know, the skill, the, you know. Yeah, he's a, he was a, he's, I liked well, him as a player. Well, anymore as well, aren't you? Mm. But yeah, I'm, 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 I'm not too optimistic. I, I think we, I, I do think we should put, I think we, I agree with Gary, like, this should be our priority. So, Against Leeds, you know what? If we're not, if we're winning or we're losing, take off our better players. If you need, you know, seventieth minute or whatnot, give them a rest. Take off the Saka. Take off ESR if he does play. Whoever's, you know, take off Lacazette, um, and save them for this game. Don't go all out to beat Leeds um, because I feel like this is more important. But saying that, because I'm predicting, a, you know, maybe a one-one with Leeds, I don't think we're going to play that well. I don't think we're necessarily going to just really light up um, Benfica either. So, yeah, I'm saying either 1-0 to Benfica or a 0-0. Ryan? Uh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, I, I think I, whatever. I'm, I don't care. It's 3-1 Arsenal. I, I, I Benfica. No, no, no. I don't – like, I was going to be funny and say 6 nothing, but – I don't think Benfica is – I don't care that they're on – they won their last few games against Portuguese team. Portuguese league is might as well be fucking League One. I, 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 don't, I don't care. I don't, I'm not worried about Benfica. That, I think they have pieces that are, like, fairly good, but they're old. Otamendi's probably going to concede, like, two penalties to us. He's probably going to – probably get, he's a dirty player. He'll probably get sent off. He probably thinks, oh, back in my day when I was in Man City, I was eating with you kids for, for breakfast, and he'll probably – Two foot Pepe and get sent off. So I, I, you know, we're gonna we're gonna beat them. It's it's not it's not an issue here. Uh, I think the fact I think the fact that it's in a neutral um, location I think actually benefits us. I don't think we play. We haven't really been playing very well at home. So uh, yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say three one to the Ars. Gary, go for it. Yeah, I mean, I took a like a I took a look at some of their games and then I also looked at some of the Leeds games, just kind of leading into this. And you know, the the thing that I think what both games showed me, both teams showed me, is that they will they will give us give us goals. They will. We just have to want to score, because they will. I think they will they will do that for us. I don't think their their defense is going to you know be that solid that it's going to. Well, to many is that. their defense. That's how, yeah. It's solid. yeah. That's the solid it's going to get. Yeah. So I mean, I think we should be able to get something out of this game. I know. Corey, <laughs> from looking at the comments, Corey doesn't like it when, when he says we're going to lose and everybody else says we're going to win. I guess, Mike, you're going to have to kind of uh, keep this neutral, I guess, because I, I do think we can get a win out of this. Because I, I do feel like we should be trying to win this game. So yeah. whoever is iffy for this game this weekend should sit, right? I mean, if we go strong, then we should be able to win this weekend. But, you know, if Corey's right about that, then we should be pulling guys at halftime, if we need to, just to make, you know, we, we look, you know, we jump out ahead of them and we can pull guys out. So I feel like we should be able to get something out of this game. I, I could see us, you know, I'm going to go 2-1 uh, for the game, you know, Arsenal. No, that's, that's the one I was the scoreline I was going to go for, 2-1 Arsenal. <sighs> right, on that note, it's been it's been a good one. It's gone a lot longer than I thought it would have gone. <laughs> this, this podcast is probably our longest one, Corey. So, yeah, you've done well, mate, there. <laughs> so yes uh, guys thank you very much for joining uh, joining in again with us Gary thanks for coming on again yep, thank you Ryan as Everybody. always mate uh, I think you're coming on next week I'm going to let Corey loose on you um, 
Corey, again, yes, you'll be back next week. Hopefully. Yeah, pray hopefully we don't lose. Pray all of you. Pray we don't lose. I just got to hope Sheffield loses too. That's my only That's my only saving grace. <laughs> Sheffield loses. I'm, I'm still good. I'm still good. They're going to drop points. Uh, thanks for everyone joining us in the chat uh, everyone watching thanks very much uh, we are on YouTube if you are watching on YouTube please like and subscribe you'll get all the shows from Ars Bros there's, I think there's three a week at the minute coming out which is the OG uh, the Thursday live and obviously us at the Friday Ars uh, there is sometimes a Wednesday one as well so plenty of content coming at you it's well worth a watch um, a few of them are really good um, so yeah Please like and subscribe. Uh, Gary, you've got your own channel, mate. Do you want to plug it in again before we leave? Yeah, so if you uh, go into YouTube, type in DWTT Arsenal, you'll see me pop up in the, the front of that list. Uh, I right now do an after-game analysis or you know, kind of review based on what I see. Uh, so you should, you should enjoy it, hopefully, because you get to see it through my eyes. So yeah, yeah, it is a good show. I have watched it, so yeah, definitely worth a go, mate. Get, get liking and subscribing his show. Ryan, you can catch him also on same old Arsenal USA, although it does go on for about four or five hours. Not recently. <laughs> we, we've been we've been keeping it at like two hours. We've been doing a good job. Is that because I said something? Uh well, to be honest, <laughs> yeah, I I said so. I said something when we had the no, five no. hour show. I was like, never. I literally texted him, never. Period. Again. And yeah, but yeah, right. learning from our mistakes. I hope so. Mistakes, Christ, so. I don't think I could watch another four hour. I was saying that I didn't watch four hour ones, to be fair. No uh, one watched for the whole four hours. <laughs> yeah, no, no. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. <laughs> no worries. There you go. Uh, again, guys, we'll Corey, Ryan, we'll see you next week. Gary, hope you can join us again sometime soon, mate. Thanks for coming on. Yep, thank you. Uh, again, everyone in the chat, thanks for joining us. We'll yep. catch you next week. All right. Thank you, Corey. Thank you, Ryan and Mike. Yeah, nice thanks. thanks, everybody, nice in the chat room. <laughs>